It's time for Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi. Everyone has learned lessons in life during their lifetime. Some good, some bad. But from everyone, there has been something learned. And now it's time to share that knowledge. It's called Paying It Forward. Here, these lessons learned are then paid forward to you. With you, Paying It Forward too. Josephine put her professional career on hold after the birth of her first child and turned her attention to being a full-time mother. Well, three kids later, Josephine started her own company, MyMomKnowsBest.com and Glovies, but was dismayed by a lack of information that people would share to help entrepreneurs be successful. That's where Paying It Forward was born. This is Paying It Forward on Drugginet.com. And now, here's your host, Josephine Jirasi. Well, good morning, everyone. It's Josephine here, and I hope everybody had a wonderful, productive week. And I can assure you today is going to be a very interesting show because I very rarely have my guests come on for for a second part of um, their show, but today... I'm actually having my dear mentor, Mr. David Pinto, on for the fourth time. So this is going to be part four. And as many of you probably remember, David has a ton of experience. He has over 40 years of mass market retailing experience. He is the owner of MMR Magazine and the Chain Drug Review. So before we get um, David on the line with us, um, I just want to share with you the business tip of the week. So, you know, I think this week's tip is going to be customer service. It's super, super important that you stay on top of every single inquiry that comes in from a customer, Um, especially if perhaps you get the feeling that the customer is not 100% happy with what you're doing with your product or your service. So I had a situation with my Glovey's product where somebody had placed an order and she was upset that she did not receive the Glovey's order. Now, she was on the West Coast, I'm on the East Coast, so by the time the order had gotten to me, I... You know, I am so good about getting my Glovey's orders out. I, sometimes I get them out within days. But I did not get it in the mail that morning, the first mail. But I was able to get it into the post office that afternoon. So I, I'm very good about getting my orders out. I tried to get them out within, you know, a 24-hour period at the most. So when she was sending me emails, I was actually coming back from a business trip and I was on a train and she was very upset she didn't get her gloves. And I said, well, I stand by my product and I'll do everything I can to get you the product. Well, turns out I ended up FedExing her her gloves so that she would have it for her event. And not only that, um, she ended up getting the gloves exactly when she was supposed to get them. And meanwhile, I spent all this extra money on FedEx to create a happy customer. And I guess I'm telling you this story because she had called me that day two times to make sure that I understood that I received the first 
that she received the first package that I had sent. But in return, what did she do? She felt terrible that I paid the extra money for the FedEx, but she brought those glovies to her local preschool, who in turn placed an order with me. So I guess what I'm trying to say is it's just so important to get out there and even if you have to overcompensate once in a while to create a happy, satisfied customer, in the long run, it truly pays off because you never want to see a negative review on the internet because it never goes away. So do everything you possibly can do that even if you should get a negative review, try to turn it around. So that's the business tip of the day. So with that, I would like to welcome David Pinto with us to Paying It Forward. Hi, David. Hi, Josephine. How you doing? <laughs> I'm doing great. How are you? Good. I'm in Wait, you're going in and out, David. I know you are on your cell phone today. Are you okay there? Hello? Oh, good. That's much better. We lost you there for a second. <laughs> Yeah, so I told you, you I'm, <clears throat> I'm in a car, so bear with me, okay? Okay, that's okay, not to worry at all. Thank you for your time. I know you're such a busy, busy executive, so um, it means a lot to us that you're with us today. So, David, tell me, what did you think about my business tip? Did you like it? Yes, and I had heard that before because, uh, can, I, can I tell you, you shared it with me a while ago, and I think it was terrific. <laughs> Maybe it was another time, but yeah, David, I really try my best. Whenever somebody is not happy, I always let them know, listen, I stand behind my product 100%. So mm. it works out. But um, so tell me, David, what do you feel like talking about today? Uh, well, I'm on my way to get a haircut. You want to talk about that? <laughs> yeah. Why don't we talk about it? It's Liz, <laughs> Liz Minority, right? I very good. Not Liz Minardi. Beth What's Minardi. What's her first name? Beth. Okay, Beth Minardi. And Beth did an amazing job. I know um, you lured me in there one day, and I got my hair done there. And um, she had such a fascinating story, and she's done an amazing job at bringing her product to the marketplace. So it's yes. just – go ahead. Go ahead. No, it's just interesting that no matter what kind of product you are – bringing to the marketplace, we're all going through the same things, you know. So. Oh, that's true. And you know the best thing about your story? It's not about the product. It's about you. <laughs> you know what? I'm serious. You know, when we have a – I'm in a car, I told you. When, uh, when we have an issue at, at our office, it, it's our reputation that we're, that we're supporting. It's not – it's not the, the, the newspapers that we publish or the product we produce. You don't want people to think badly of you. Yeah. You know, and, and it, whatever it takes to, to, make it, to make it right, that's what you do. And we, we've done that for, God, I don't know. I don't want to tell you how many years. You know how many years we've been in business. <laughs> but whatever it takes to, to fix something, boy, you do it because you're never going to lose. Yeah. That's the end of my discussion. I'm going to get a haircut. No, no just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, but David, I, I think you just summed it up for me. So that's exactly why I jump over hoops. If anybody has anything to say and they're not, even if they're 
happy. I'm, I go that extra 1% to make sure that they're happy. It's all about the reputation. Yeah. So I think yeah. you're so right. Well, put it another way. Even if, if you're 99% right and only 1% wrong, and you both know that, to, to fix that other 1%, you, you never know when it's going to come, come back to help you. You never know when that person is going to say, boy, I had a terrific experience with such and such, you, again, you can't put a, a price on that. And you're the best at it. I have to tell you, I know a lot of people. No one is better than you at, at, at customer relations, if you want to call it that. No one. Yeah. Take that I, as a compliment, I, Josephine. Thank you, David. You're so <laughs> sweet. Thank you for that. But, David, um, you know, it's funny. I have some news for you. I gave one of... I gave a presentation two weeks ago to um, a mom's group, a local mom's group here, and there were about 25 women in the room. And I have to tell you, I haven't done a presentation in a while, and it felt so good to get up in front of that room. And um, you know what I did? All these years that I've been doing my radio show, it's hard for me to believe. It's almost five years, David. <laughs> And, it's not hard for me to believe. Yeah, I believe you support me so much with yeah, it. Yeah. But, David, I have to tell you, um, I'm sidetracking here for a minute, but we're up to 50,000 downloads for the month of September. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of people listening to our show. So mm-hmm. I'm very happy about that. Oh. And how did you do with your presentation? Well? Yeah, so now I'm back to the presentation. i got to tell you, one of the women got up and told this woman, Mary Simmons, who runs the, it's it's like a little group of women, some work, some don't, and um, she said in three and a half years, I was the best presenter, and it's so funny, it's funny because when I got up, do you know what I did? I went back to my radio show, and I, you know how we wrap up the show with the five business tips of the guest, and I kind of interpreted a lot of the business tips and just took all the lessons I've learned from interviewing almost 200 entrepreneurs. And I just did 101 lessons learned. And they were all of my business tips. And I just, you know, I wanted to do a PowerPoint presentation and everybody said, nah, PowerPoint's out. Just get up there and be yourself. And I have to tell you, David... It went so well. You would have been so proud of me. And I just literally went through. I read my 101 tip. You know, I started and I started reading my business tips. And then I gave some anecdotes in, in, you know, throughout and told some stories. But in the end, right before I gave the presentation, I said to everybody in the room, I said, my goal here today is even though I'm going to be giving you many business tips, I just want you to be to take away two golden nuggets of information. If you've done that, then I accomplished what I set out to do that <clears throat> night. And David, after the presentation, everybody came up to me and shared their two nuggets of information. Really? <laughs> that they what? were really moved by. But do you know what one of the repeat golden nugget was? Go ahead. I borrowed it from you. What is it that you always say to me? Uh, I give up. About relationships. 
you know, the tip was if you want to sell to your customers, establish a relationship with them first. Uh-huh. And everybody yeah. was so moved by it. They just said, wow, because it's so, so mm. true. I've seen it over and over mm. again in my business. And in the back of my head, I always remember you saying, establish mm. that relationship because people want to do business with their friends. That's absolutely true. And I find that as long as I've been doing this, I find that truer every day. You know, you want to do business with friends. You want to do business with people you like. You know, the converse is also true. You know, you, you, you're doing business with somebody you really don't like and you don't want to do business with and you're torn. God, I'm, it's my business. I need to do business. But, gee, I don't like this person. <clears throat> That's very true. You know I that. know. I'm so happy. But with that, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be back shortly, everyone. Thank you. We'll be right back with more Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi right after these on Toginet.com. Familia, faith, identity, tradición. Latina life is never boring, but it can be muy dramática. So how do you coexist between the old school ways of la abuela and the new school life you're creating for yourself? Without losing your faith, familia, identity, or tradiciones? Welcome to Living Latina with Francesca Escoto, where culture curls and curves collide in one spicy cross-cultural conversation that will leave you begging for mas. Francesca tackles all the important issues, from politics to family values, to religion to, you guessed it, relationships and men. As Chief Everything Officer at the Wow Factor, Francesca is passionate about showing women of all cultures, ages, and lifestyles how to rock what they've got with style, sass, and smarts. Be sure to join her every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time for Living Latina, only on the WooHoo Radio Network. Martha Sanchez, the host of the Mobby to Mogul radio show, empowering women to build a successful business, invites you to join her on Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time at the ripe age of five. She was already interpreting information in documents and instructions on forms for her immigrant parents. Now, through her experience and those of her guests, she provides you with valuable steps to empower you to reach financial independence. Martha A. Sanchez is a registered nurse with a Bachelor in Nursing and Master's of Business administration. She's a business coach, speaker, author, and CEO of Moss International, LLC. Her diverse work experience brings you expertise in areas essential to customer service, social media, and budgeting. The Mommy to Mogul radio show furthers her personal mission of empowering women to help them build successful businesses so they can reach financial independence. Join Martha Sanchez, the host of the Mommy to Mogul radio show, Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful as we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi on Toginet.com. 
Well, welcome back, everyone. It's Josephine here, and we have David Pinto on the line with us today. So, um, David, during break, I started to share with you some of my tips, and um, I think this would be a great show if we go through some of these tips, and I'd love to get your perspective on them as well. So, let me look for a really good one. Um, All right. I like this one. Life waits for no one. Do what you always wanted to do. You know, David, I wrote that because there are so many people out there that say, oh, I have this great idea. I really should try to do this. Or I always wanted to have a career in this. I guess what I'm just saying is life goes by so fast that if you really, really want to do something, just go ahead and do it because there's no repeat. (laughs) There's no redo, right, David? That you, you don't know how important that is and how often I run into people <clears throat> who want to do something and there's always reasons. Well, the time's not right. My, my, my son is just starting nursery school. My, my daughter's starting college. There's always reasons, <clears throat> excuse me, not to do something. And that's a, the biggest, uh, uh, the biggest, uh, hurdle people have to overcome in, in doing not only business, anything. Anything. Well, I'll do it next year, and you know it's cloudy today. I'll wait till the sun shines. That's the biggest problem I see with people, not only in business, in 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 their everyday lives. Yeah, I think you're so right. And another thing you've taught me, David, is you always say to me, "You got to get out, and you got to get out in front of people so that they can see you." I think that's another important tip that I'm going to add because. Things are not happening if you're sitting in your office. Now, all right. Now, tell me this: Why don't? Why isn't that easier for people to do? Why do people struggle so much with with getting out? Well, you know what, David? I think as a small business owner, you know, there's so many things where I know in my situation, a lot of times my brain works a lot faster than my business does. As, And I guess what I'm trying to say is there's only so much money in a bank account when you start out in business. So even though as a business owner, you know that you would love to be able to do a lot more traveling, that if you could do those things, your business would move faster. I think that might be a little hurdle that people have to get over. And that hurdle is what might keep them in as opposed to out. Does that make sense? Well, why does travel have to mean getting on an airplane? I mean, you just said you gave a presentation to your local uh, women's group. That didn't cost you any money. It, it, It wasn't difficult for you to do. You got in your car and you went to where you were going. Right. And you you gave your presentation. Why does it always have to be costly to to get out of your office? I don't understand that. I agree that that's what people say, but I don't get that. So what's the business tip? Get out. (laughs) Yeah. Get out. Even if you're going for a cup of coffee, get out from behind your desk. You know, I have to add something to that, though. Okay. It has become... Travel, especially air travel, has become so much more difficult than it's ever been. It is just impossible to, to, to 
to fly because it's it's so expensive. Every time you breathe, the airlines are charging you more money. These fees and that fees. Imagine charging you for a pillow. A pillow. I know. It's so sad, David. It really is. It, it is sad. Know. And the saddest thing is the airlines have never been doing better. They've never done better than they're doing now. How do you explain that? Yeah, you can't. My son said to me the other day, he said something like, Mom, does, I, oh, you know what? I was reading a book with him for school, and the boy um, had won a trip to Las Vegas, and they flew him and his family um, first class. And Boy, I want to go to that school. That's, that's, <laughs> the, that's, the, that's what you win, a trip to Las Vegas? It was in the book. James Patterson's oh. book, oh, My okay. Funnier is the book. And um, it was so funny because my son said, wow, mom, first class, does that mean they actually give them free food? <laughs> <laughs> really? That's, that's a very, very interesting comment because they don't even give you free food in first class anymore. Yeah. So how life has really, really changed. Hmm. All right. I have another business tip here. This is support system. Establish a support system early on. David, how important is that? How many times have I called you and said, David, is this really a viable business? Is this really happening? And you'd always reinforce and say to me, it is, it is. But it's just so hard to realize that all those baby steps really do turn into a big step. You mean I'm your support system? You That's are. That's it for you? <laughs> you never told me that. You are a big support system. But you know, David, but that's, but yeah, that's hold it, hold it, hold it. That's, that's very difficult to do because a lot of people don't care about supporting other people. They're too busy trying to support themselves. How do you do that? How do you, how do you uh, uh, build a support system? And I don't know the answer to that. I hope well, you I'll, do since I asked you the question. You. Yeah, I'll tell you, David, I ran into somebody who was a, who is a business coach and she had said to me she's a firm believer that mentors are the key to success especially when people are just starting out and uh -huh. she had said that those that succeed faster than others are those that turn to others and admit to themselves that they don't know all there is to know and they go to people who have actually achieved what they're trying to achieve and they <laughs> learn the lessons that they've learned without having to make mistakes that perhaps the seasoned mentor has made and what she said was it's so important you don't have to rely on just one person you can have five mentors. You can have one mentor who's really, really good in sales, one who's really good in marketing, one who's really good in PR. You know, you don't have to just put all of your eggs in one basket, but you can turn to several people and just say, I would like to learn from you. And I agree with you, David. There's a lot of people out there who are just maybe too busy to be part of your support system. But there's an awful lot of people out there who just want to give back and who really enjoy helping. And I think you're one of those people. Am I, I right? agree. Oh, I definitely <laughs> agree. I'm definitely one of those people. <laughs> but well, here David, again, 
What you're yeah. saying is so interesting, and 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 you can't. You know, my my view is you can't approach it from the, hey, let's look for a good marketing person and ask their advice. You have to approach it from the, I have a relationship with this person who also happens to be a marketing person. So the relationship always comes first. People want to help people they like. It always gets back to that. You know, people who like you will try to help you. People who don't like you aren't interested. Why would they want to be interested in helping you? Yeah, I think that's key. That was really good, David. All right, I have another business tip here. I think you're going to like this one. Anything you spend money on in your business should have a clear ROI, return on investment. What do you think about that? I'm digesting it. Can you give me an example? Yeah, you know what? Just recently, I was reading online about this company. There were like five very, very successful men that got together to create like this um, technology, information technology business. And in the beginning, you know that these five individuals were wealthy because it just, you know, gave us a little background on each of them. But it didn't matter how much money they personally had. The way they looked at their business is only the funds that they had started out with. And what they did was it sounded like these five young guys were all on the same page where they just decided for themselves that they were not spending money on an office at first. They were not spending money on desks, chairs. David, they were talking about down to the office supplies, that they really started their business bare bones. And what they decided to do was as soon as the money could stand on its own, then they would start to purchase things. Because I guess it goes back to return on investment, that they weren't going to invest a lot of money in a desk that, you know, the business couldn't afford at the time. So I think we had this discussion, and I love the story about your first desk. Yeah, I was going to say, haven't we discussed that? We went out and bought metal desks, used metal desks, and and I still use the one that I that, that we bought. I mean, you're absolutely right. What do you need, a fancy <clears throat> mahogany desk with... <clears throat> drawers and everything. You, you 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 get by with the least amount of money you can spend, and that's not only true of of things that 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 can contribute to your to your investment. It's anything you spend money. You have to spend money very carefully, <clears throat> even if even when you become successful, and you do that. Yeah, you know, I I try, it's, David, and yeah. you know, it's funny, even with my kids. I try to explain that there are wants and there are needs. And with my business, I do the same thing. What is it that I want and what is it that I really need? And that just kind of simplifies it, but it kind of pulls the reins back on Mm -hmm. how you really do spend your money. Mm -hmm. But we're already up on half our show. Half our show is done and we're coming up on... A quick break. So everyone hang in there and we have lots more business tips to share with you. We have David Pinto as our guest today and I'm thrilled with what we have to share with you. So stay with us, everyone.
We'll be right back with more Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi right after these on Toginet.com. LinkedIn, it's a great tool and a great way to do business in today's social media-driven world. And Carol McManus is the LinkedIn lady with the LinkedIn Lady Show, Tuesday and Wednesday afternoons at 4 p.m. Eastern on allbusinessradionetwork.com. The LinkedIn Lady Show is designed to inform, inspire, and educate businesses. Every social media site has a specific demographic, personality, and purpose. And the LinkedIn Lady will interview a variety of guests, such as business owners who can showcase their business and talk about how they use social media, such as Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Google+, Pinterest, and of course, LinkedIn. For more on Carol and the show, check out her website, LinkedInLady.com. As trends change and new applications become available, the LinkedIn Lady Show will bring that information to you in an easy-to-use, fun, and engaging way. Every Tuesday and Wednesday afternoons at 4 p.m. Eastern, it's the LinkedIn Lady Show with Carol McManus on AllBusinessRadioNetwork.com. Finally, a show that supports women who are in the midst of a transition in midlife. The show is Second Wind. Here's what certified coach, author, and host of Second Wind, Joyce Buford, wants you to know. It's so empowering for women to hear about other women and their accomplishments. We all need cheerleaders, someone who's on our side. Second Wind is that program to help women connect with other women, hear other women's stories. In a stressful world. Find power in those stories. Learn to discover your passions and joys again. Create the life you want to live to the fullest. Join us for Second Wind with Joyce Buford, Tuesdays at 9 a.m. Central, right here on the Toginet Radio Network. Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful as we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi on toginet.com. Well, welcome back, everyone. It's Josephine here, and I have David Pinto with us. And during break, David, you said something so important. You said that, um, you know, these tips are really important because you can, we always need to refresh or remind ourselves of these simple tips. Is that what you said? (laughs) Oh, close enough. (laughs) Close enough. Yes, that's what I said. We forget them, and we do them all the time. We live this stuff, and we forget them. Yeah, and you know what's so funny to me, David? You know, what seems so natural and second nature to me, a lot of those women, when I was giving the presentation, were in awe that, I guess, when you're going through the motions, sometimes you kind of can't put it down in into words. And I think that's why they enjoyed it so much. And they're just little snippets, but it really does make you think. So I have another, let's go to the next one. Um, The next tip I have is take time for yourself, recharge your batteries, regain your sanity. And as a result, you'll gain, well, actually you'll gain results. So what do you think about that? Now, does that apply to you? Do you do that? Not often enough. But I have to tell you, David, there are times when I say to myself, I cannot leave the office. I have too much going on. And my kids will drag me out someplace. And I'll never forget Garrett dragging me to the beach. It was in March 
when it was one of the nicest days in spring this year, earlier this year. And I said, Garrett, I can't go. I can't go. He said, come on, mommy. It's such a beautiful day. And I stopped what I was doing. We went to the beach for two hours. And I have to tell you, it helped me recharge my batteries. And a lot of times I know looking back on the years that I've taken vacations, some of my best ideas came to me sitting on a beach or while on vacation. So it really is important. It is. And again, I say, you, you, I know you, you don't do that often enough. You really don't. <laughs> you know, I'm due for a vacation, David, but do you get some of your best ideas when you're away on vacation too, out of the office? Yes. And, and here again, I don't do this often enough. I don't take enough time off. You know, I don't think I've ever taken more than two weeks off since I started working, you know, consecutive weeks. Right. And Gosh. that's that's a, sad, that's a sad thing to say. Uh, I agree, David. And what's really scary is that years ago when we took a vacation and there were no cell phones, it was a little different from our vacations today where we're still connected. Yeah. And it's important to try to get unconnected as well. And it's not the cell phones are not the best. You know that there are a lot of downsides to cell phones. You know, I know you, how you feel. In New York, you know, there's, I told you this. There's a new law in, in, in New York City. You're not allowed to get on an elevator without a cell phone. Did I tell you that? <laughs> I thought you were going to tell me you're not allowed to cross a street. Well, that's while just you're or walk in the street without a right. cell phone. Right. You know, shame on us. Shame on us. What did we do before cell phones? Yeah. Terrible. Oh, you're so right. Okay, this is a really good tip, and I really do like this one. It's about goals. And this so is far, what you've I liked every one of them. I think I these know. are all your tips. <laughs> That's why you like them. <laughs> all right. Here, this is about goals. Work backwards. Know what you'd like to achieve. Figure out how you will achieve it, and don't let anyone get in the way. Okay. You want my comment? I think that's terrific. I, again, people don't do it. People don't take the long view. And we find that not only in our company, but in, in all our business dealings. People don't take the long view. They don't know what they want. You know, I say often, people, what are you trying to do? <clears throat> what do you want to accomplish from this? And half the time, they don't know. Sad. Yeah. You know, it's so important to just sit back and think. You know, it sounds so obvious, David, but so often, and I think it has to do with the technology, is that years ago we had our morning meetings when we went to work. And when I worked in corporate America, you know, we had morning meetings and we had to actually talk to the person in the office sitting next to us. And now everybody just goes to their desk and it's one-on-one -on -one with your computer, your email. You don't even have to see the person in the next office, because you could just email them just as quickly. And it's kind of sad because we, we, I don't, think we don't have that. And in our office, you want to say something to somebody, get up, go into that person's office and talk to them. Yeah. You know, emails, one of the t emails generate more emails, you know, that you send an email, and you get two back. And then you got to answer that, those two. And all of a sudden, there are four emails. I mean, really not, not, not healthy at all, at all. Yeah. Where were we? 
Okay. That was good. I'm going to go to another one. Establish a plan and then create a backup plan. How often do we get our head so wrapped up on one plan, David, and then all of a sudden, for whatever reason, it just might blow up. And then all of a sudden, it's like, okay, now what? I think it's great to have a plan, but also to have that backup plan. All right. Once again, I agree with you. And once again, I think this is just brilliant. Did you think all this stuff up by yourself? <laughs> David, you know, it's, it's hard like... enough. To, it's hard enough to develop one plan, but to develop a backup plan, that's asking a lot. I know, but don't you think it's so important? I think everything you're telling me is important. Yeah. You know, when I had written this down, a lot of this has to do with as a mom trying to run a business and trying to manage a household and trying to keep the kids, you know, active and keeping them up with their homework and schoolwork and all of that stuff. Everything's great. And, you know, when we plan business trips as a mompreneur, it's so funny. We were talking about expenses. Yes, the airplane and the hotel and, you know, the ride to the airport or parking the car and all that stuff adds up so, so quickly. But the thing that costs me the most money when I take a business trip is childcare. And what happens is you're paying so much money for childcare. What happens if that babysitter is sick? So Mm -hmm. that's where establish a backup plan. So if something falls through with that sitter, you got to make sure that you can call somebody up, you know, to cover for you. You you spent too much time on childcare. Let these kids alone. What are they, two, (laughs) four, and five? They can handle themselves. That's so funny. I really really know how old they are. Yeah, but you, still you know, young. that's one thing you have. One other thing you juggle, and that's in the end your most important priority is your kids. And I've tried to, to to get you to put that in perspective. And you're right for not doing it. Your kids are very important. I mean, yeah. the, the the school nurse calls because uh, one of your children looked at her funny, and all of a sudden you're dashing <laughs> off to school. <laughs> You're so right, but David, it's so funny. I got an email here from somebody, and it says here, all your Davids are good, which means that this is a fan of ours who has listened to um, all of our shows together. So she's saying, Mm -hmm. all of your Davids are good. She has a question. How How long do you stick with the first plan? When it doesn't work, you stop it. And, uh, listen, I'm going to have to interrupt you because I'm at my haircut place. Oh, you are. Okay. All right. Yeah. When your first plan um, isn't working, then you just stop it, culture. Yeah, you have to know when you're, when you you know, beating a dead horse, as they say. Listen, I got to go. All okay? right. Wonderful. David, thank you for being our guest, and we'll be in touch soon. Very Thanks, good. David. Thank have you, a great Josephine. day. You too. Bye-bye. Hi, everyone. It's Josephine here. So I have lots more um, business tips to share with you. And um, all right, I'm going to just move right on to my next one. Board of Directors. Um, I think it's so important to try to um, establish a board of directors for your business. 
Try to get people that are better and smarter than you. I have to tell you, just sitting around a table with people that have are from different businesses, a lot of times you'll just get a different perspective on your business. So I think that's super, super important. And try to stay away from the family and friends. I think the family and friends are great, but sometimes they might not want to just tell you, listen, you're doing it all wrong, start over or take a different path. So um, try to establish yourself a board of directors. That would be great. Okay. My next business tip is keep yourself looking beautiful and healthy. You know, it goes to what David was just doing. I have to tell you, he is impeccable with everything, you know, from head to toe. He always makes sure that he's manicured. You know, whenever we go on big trade shows, as women, we're always making sure our hair is done, our nails are done and everything. But I will tell you, David does the same exact thing. And it's really, really important that your appearance is clean and neat because your first impression when you see new people, it really counts. People want to do business with people that seem to have it all together. So it's important. Keep yourself looking beautiful and healthy. Okay. The next tip I have is focus. This is really hard sometimes as a small business owner and as an entrepreneur. We're juggling so many different balls. And if there's one thing you can do is just try to be focused. Know the course. Know where you're going and stay on the course. If you can do that, I have to tell you, um, your business will move forward so much quicker. So we have, um, I have Blythe Littman emailing me, and we're going to see if she wants to come on for the last segment. Um, and we're getting ready for a break. But before we do that, I'm going to do this really quick. My next tip is handle with care. Time. This is all about a tiny little word with four letters is time. Time is a rare commodity that you will never get back. So please, everybody, be really careful with how you handle your time. Always spend your time with people that are going to make you feel good about yourself. So with that, we're going to take a really quick break, and we're going to have Blythe Littman join us for our last segment of Paying It Forward to go over some business tips. Thanks, everyone. Hang in there. We'll be right back with more Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi right after these on toginet.com. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it's time for the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka. Monday afternoons at 2, 1 central on toginet.com. Marla believes that with the right mindset, anything is possible. Join us as successful life coach Marla Tabaka inspires you and her clients to explore. 
Discover and live your dreams by developing what she calls the million-dollar mindset. Marla will inspire you to take action on your dreams and reveal secrets to success that will help you realize your own unique power. Tune into the million-dollar mindset for heartwarming stories with Marla Tabaka. Learn tips and tricks to building a successful business and unlock the secrets to creating a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. For more information on the million-dollar mindset, go to our website, MarlaTabaka.com. That's M-A-R-L-A-T-A-B-A-K-A.com. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka. Monday afternoons at 2, 1 p.m. Central on Toginet.com. This is Uncommon Sense for Leaders, a forum for exploring leadership from the intellect, the heart, and the spirit. Whether you're a leader now or aspire to be a leader in the future, you owe it to yourself to learn about the big ideas that have shaped the careers of compelling communicators, masters of influence, and highly effective leaders. Uncommon Sense for Leaders. Tune in to hear thought-provoking ideas on every aspect of leadership. You can expect dynamic discussions with special guests, quick tips you can apply immediately for better results, and the tools you need to take you from where you are to where you want to be as a leader. Are you ready to crack the code for achieving unprecedented results? Then join the host for Uncommon Sense for Leaders, Catherine Carlisi, every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here on the All Business Radio Network. Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful as we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi on toginet.com. Well, welcome back, everyone. It's Josephine, and I am so excited. I have Blythe Littman with us, and Blythe's show is right after mine. So, Blythe, tell us who's your guest today. Oh, I'm so excited about my show. I have Connie Grunning from Peanut Butter and Wine. Dot com. That's W-H-I-N-E. She's going to tell us what's hot and what's not in September. Lots of great giveaways. And then there's a doctor in the house. I have Dr. Chad Campbell. And we're going to talk about everything from the scary and terror virus, the Ebola they're talking about, and oh, wow. flu season. And he's a dad and a doctor, and he's an actor, too. So anyway, I'm very excited about my guest today. But I'm, I love my guests like you do. We all have great guests. <laughs> oh, I'm so happy. All right. I, you know what, Blythe, I'm listening to your show today. It's important for me to learn about the virus and how it might apply to my gloveys and keeping the kids safe from germs, you know? I think every classroom should have your gloveys. You know what? I, I really think you should go to every superintendent, every school. Even what about the hospitals? They have playrooms for the kids in the hospitals, and they don't have gloves that fit these kids. I know. You're so right. Um, And that is exactly what I'm working on right now, Blythe. And I have to tell you, all of the schools that have bought into it, oh, my gosh, I can't tell you how they're loving their gloveys. And you know what they're using them for? A lot of the Montessori schools are using them so the children can hand out the snacks to their other classmates in a sanitary way. So, Hey, you know what? Anybody out there in radio world know Ellen? Ellen would love to have you. Ellen DeGeneres would love to have you on her show, and I'll come and talk about my stuff. Because it's all things for children, and you know what? She'd love it. I could just see her dancing with the gloveys on. That's so funny. (coughs) Excuse me. We have a lot lot to do, right, Blythe? We've got to get back. You know, I'm going to start working on PR, so that's my next uh, big thing. 
But Blythe, we're going to wrap up our show here with some more great tips. And I know you wanted to mention something about time. What is it that you wanted to say about time? You know, like many of us, we have this great plan. And I know for me, every week, I'm going to organize myself a little differently so I get all these things done. And usually by Wednesday, which is today or Thursday, I'm looking going, wait a minute, I didn't do this and I didn't do this and I didn't do this. And, you know, the one thing that David said is if you if you're a mompreneur out there and you have young children, they come first. I mean, it doesn't matter. You know what? It's Wednesday. If you didn't get something done for your business on Wednesday and your children need you and during the school nurse has called, the kids grow up so fast. And if you put things off a day or two, it's okay. It's frustrating. But mm-hmm. on the other side of the coin, I like organizing myself with Monday, I'm going to do one thing and stick to it until it's done. I have even put my phone on with an alarm for two hours and unplugged my unplug my house phone so it doesn't ring. And I make myself sit there until I get, for instance, if, if I'm going to do my blogs for the week, I will pick a day and do my blogs and spend two or three hours. And that's it. I don't look at my emails because... Uh-huh. Josephine, don't you think once you look at your emails, it's all over? Whatever you were doing, somebody needs an answer, somebody needs a phone call. Absolutely. I, you know what, Blythe? I'm, I'm curious to know something because we've talked about this. And one of my very, very first guests five years ago had said to me, she picks one day a week to do like all, like you said, blogging. I think five years ago, not many people were um, blogging the way that we are now. But um, she set aside one day for marketing, one day for her financials, one day for sales. And um, is that what you're saying? Or is it, I, I don't know. For me personally, I just know that establishing routines seem to work. And maybe, I don't know, maybe just spending two hours a day in the morning to like, I love to write Blythe and I know you do too. And my goal is always to get up, check the emails first thing in the morning and then not even look at it again until noontime, until lunchtime and take that break to like do the important stuff. I think the important stuff has to be done in the morning because by the time the afternoon comes, I don't know Blythe about you, but I think everybody kind of like goes into a little bit of a slump. I agree. I, I, you know what? I'm a morning person. I love the morning. And, and I have to say, I, I remember that guest and I did that for a long time with what she suggested. You also had another great guest on your show that talked about whatever, the only thing that should be on your desk is what you're working on. And I'll tell you what, every time I have a pile of stuff, I, I think about you and your show and think, you know, it makes me feel better to have my one thing on there and that's it. So you have a great guest, great idea. I know, I'm so excited. <laughs> I have to tell you, I just recently went down to meet um, Scott Emerson, who's an incredibly, incredibly successful business person. And it was so funny because I had a, a meeting with him later on in the day, and then we were going out to a dinner. He had invited me to go out to this corporate dinner, which was so nice of him, but while I was talking to him, we had our quick meeting, and next thing you know, I witnessed what he was doing. It's the shutting down of the office at the end of the day. And Blythe, there was a place for everything 
and he was putting everything in its place. And he looked at me and he said, Josephine, this way, when I walk into my office at 515 tomorrow morning, I start off with a clean slate. And Blythe, I mean, how important is that? You know what? I agree. Because when I actually do that, I it works. You walk in, but you don't go back in your office. You know what? And you don't answer the business calls after 515. And, you know, it can wait. We never had all cell phones and technology. You know what? People waited a day. Nothing happened. You know, if it's not your family, an emergency, you answer that, of course. But business things, they can wait the day. What's going to happen? Yeah, no, you're so right. So Blythe, I'm going to give you a little um, tip. We've never really talked about this, but I'll tell you because it happens to all of us, especially if we have little ones that come in and interrupt us and we were smack in the middle of doing something and then we have to leave and get them something to eat in the kitchen. Then we come back and anyway, what happens is our desks start to pile up with paper. Do you know what I do when it's really gotten a little out of control. And instead of it becoming overwhelming and making me paralyzed, Blythe, I will go into the kitchen and my counters are always pretty cleared off anyway. But I'll take out the. No, I should. But I take out my Windex bottle and I spray down all the counters to make them shining. And then do you know what I do, Blythe? You're going to laugh. I take all of my papers off of all of my desks. I have my computer desk, I have my work desk, and I have my writing desk. So in my office, I have three separate desks. I take everything off all of the three desks and I create one pile. And then I organize everything into separate little piles and I take white paper, just plain white paper, and I label each pile. And then I stick them in manila folders. And then I have a stack of manila folders. And then I go back into my office. My desks are all cleared. And I have all this paperwork stacked in manila folders. And then I take one folder at a time and go through it. And I have to tell you, that has helped me so much. It's those times when things get really out of control and you got to pull it all back in. You know what? I love that tip. I wish I could take a picture of my office and, and post it because I do the same thing. I make the big pile and I have, I have manila folders sitting right here underneath the pile of things that I haven't <laughs> put in them yet for the same reason, whatever works. I mean, just so we can be organized. And then when you go to look for something, isn't it better? Because you know, you set, you remember, you put it in a folder and you don't have to look all over on three different desks. Yeah, it's so Great much tip. better. And you know what else I have, Blythe, that is a lifesaver for me. So when I have those manila folders... Um, the container store, I love that store. Oh my gosh, I could go crazy in there because it's got so much stuff for the office. Yeah. But I have an acrylic um, file filing cabinet. It's not a cabinet, but it's a file holder. That's what it is. And it's a clear acrylic file holder. And it holds probably like 20 manila folders. And it's perfect because I only have in that folder or that manila folder holder, the stuff that I am working on for the week. Does and it sit on your desk or is it, it does. It's on the floor? No, it sits right on your desk. It's oh. so, so great. And you know, at the end of the day, if you want to stick it under your desk, that's fine. But it's just so easy to to handle. And if I run and I've got... I've got to wait for my kids if they're at soccer practice or whatever. It's so easy for me to take that with me. And it, everything's all in one place. So 
that's a really good um, office supply that I think every every office should have. So are we going to change this to paying it forward with organizational skills? <laughs> it sounds good. It's one a business, great idea. No, great. One business tip at a time. So, Blythe, let's see. You know, this is, I have another business tip here. It says, use your manners. Say thank you ASAP. And then I have in bold letters, old-fashioned letter. How often do we get those old-fashioned letters, Blythe? And if you get mail and you see a handwritten letter, is that like the first thing you rip open? Oh, I... You know what? I can't wait to to get mail. And I still write notes because we don't get them. It's so impersonal sometimes on the computer. I mean, sometimes you have to do it. But I have to tell you, look in the Sunday New York Times. There was just an article in the Business Review about a a man that started as a janitor. And the article is about how he realized just a simple please and thank you and that everybody is a person. Now, we want these niceties, which do, which do go back to the old-fashioned like you're talking about. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's you're so right because don't even get me started on that. The kids, you yeah. know what? Sometimes when you go to a store and I'll ask something, I'll go, you're welcome to them because they don't even say thank you or they don't, you know what? We have to go back to old fashioned horse and buggies. <laughs> <laughs> you're so funny, right? But like you said, even if you have to send a quick email, that's fine. And it's good to, you know, if you've gone to like the trade show and you've met a lot of people, it's great to just get that email out right away so that you can say thank you. But to follow up with the letter is is a great idea. That's when they remember you. They go, oh, remember that business? Remember Glovies? We got that great letter from the owner. Yeah, no, you're so right. And I think that's what distinguishes you. But Blythe, I can't believe I'm done with our another show here on Paying It Forward. But you're going to have an amazing show. And guess what? I'm listening in, Blythe. I can't wait to hear all about the Ebola virus and um, to see what your guest has to say about keeping, I'm sure, hands clean. Well, I'm glad I could stop in. Thanks, Josephine. I love talking to you. (laughs) Thanks again to Blythe Lippman for being a part of Paying It Forward. Have a great week, everyone, and we'll see you again next week. Thank you for being a part of Paying It Forward with Josephine Tarasi on Togginet.com. This show is dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful. Each week we'll be discussing accomplishments, lessons.